Today is Thursday, July 21st, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage, and this episode is brought to you by Grove Collaborative. Grove carries hundreds of products aimed at replacing single-use plastics across your home and personal care routine. Join over 2 million households already shopping sustainably at Grove. We're starting today with two headlines out of Congress. After months of negotiation, a bipartisan group of senators announced yesterday that they have reached an agreement on two potential bills meant to strengthen the administration of elections. The first bill will make changes to the Electoral Count Act of 1845, which you would have thought may have been due for an update after a little-known war that happened two decades later. Anyway, the new bill will raise the threshold from one representative and one senator needed to challenge a state set of electors, and instead require 20% of the members of each the House and the Senate. It would also aim to ensure that each state's slate of electors is not up for debate by specifying that state governors are responsible for submitting the certificate that identifies the state's electors. And it would also require Congress to abide by those electors. The second bill that's been agreed upon in the Senate increases election security by tightening criminal penalties for individuals who intimidate election officials, poll watchers, voters, or candidates, or who steal or alter election records or tamper with voting systems. It also addresses the handling of election mail by the Postal Service and reauthorizes an independent commission called the Election Assistance Commission for five years. All of this sounds really great, but I do just have to point out that this is kind of the equivalent of the NFL issuing a ruling that the winner of the Super Bowl is the team that scores the most points. If that glimmer of potential for bipartisanship in the Senate feels like it might be a hallucination, I hope you're sitting down for the next one. After the Defense of Marriage Act was passed in the House of Representatives on Tuesday, which codifies same-sex and interracial marriage, the bill has already garnered the vocal support of four Republicans in the Senate. The timing of the vote is not yet clear, and six more Republicans will be needed to avoid a filibuster. Do you think we can find six Senate Republicans who aren't total ghouls? Time will tell. Next, we are on to the coup beat. Just a reminder that the sixth and possibly final January 6th House hearing is tonight at 8 p.m., so be sure to set your DVR or get your parents' cable login. Aside from accountability from the committee and potentially from the DOJ, the investigation into election interference in Georgia is going full steam ahead. A judge has ordered Rudy Giuliani to testify before the Fulton County Grand Jury on August 9th, and Lindsey Graham agreed to accept the service of a subpoena by the Grand Jury as well. One can only hope that they'll both pull a Jen Shaw and not an Erica Jane. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is reportedly still trying to get the 2020 election decertified. He apparently called Wisconsin Assembly Speaker Robin Voss earlier this month, yes, this month in 2022, urging him to decertify Biden's win from 2020. In an interview, Voss said, quote, he, Trump, would like us to do something different in Wisconsin. I explain that it's not allowed under the Constitution, end quote. Trump must have just gotten this whole thing confused with the 2017 Oscar for Best Picture. Speaking of Trump, next we have a quick update on Russia. Kremlin Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov told Russian state media yesterday that Russia's ambitions in Ukraine now extend beyond the Donbass region and further south into the country. And while this may not be the biggest surprise, these remarks signal a new approach that was not quite being formally stated aloud before. But that's okay. We know Putin well enough by now that he can communicate with just a look. 
And as the war in Ukraine shows no signs of slowing, the EU proposed plans yesterday for all member states to reduce gas consumption by 15% until spring. So just like during the winter, when all the people need the gas. The plan reflects growing concern that Russia, which is the EU's top supplier, could cut exports of the key industrial, electric, and residential fuel well beyond already reduced levels, with the EU Commission president stating yesterday that, quote, Russia is blackmailing us. Russia is using energy as a weapon, end quote. Which is why it probably would have been a good idea to diversify our energy sources back when everyone was busy calling Al Gore a tree hugger. And for our final story today, we have the scary weather report. More than 100 million households in the U.S. are currently under heat warnings in 28 states. Temperatures in Texas and Oklahoma topped 115 degrees, with more than 60 million Americans likely to experience triple-digit heat over the next week. Again, I think somebody owes Al Gore quite a big apology. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Grove. Grove has you covered with safe formulas and refillable packaging that never compromise on performance. I love Grove because I love knowing that I can trust the brands they carry to be natural and sustainable. And today you can go to grove.com announcements to get a free gift set worth up to $50 with your first order. Plus shipping is fast and free. Get started right now at grove.com announcements. That's grove.com announcements. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.